For over 260 episodes, Dwayne Brummett and Ali Albarigo have been sharing how to take your martial arts school to the next level. Welcome to another edition of SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Now here's your host, Dwayne and Ali. Hello, Dwayne Brummett here um, without Ali Albarigo at the moment. Um, we're having some technical technical difficulty, um, but I'm just checking to see on the internet if this is actually working and you can hear me, but uh, it sounds like you can. Um, got a great topic today. Just waiting for uh, my co-host uh, to come on and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and begin. And let me just text him and let him know that uh, I am on waiting for him. He had to reboot his computer. So uh, let's see, where is Allie? Hey, Allie. Dot, dot, dot. I just got on and I can hear myself. So hopefully when you get on, we can hear you as well. Exclamation point. All right. So we'll see what happens um, with regards to um, Allie getting on. Hopefully you guys are having a great October. Um, I don't know where you guys are at, you know, with regards to leads and prospects and those type of things. But um, hopefully you're just banging it out. Um, and today's topic, hey, here's Allie coming in now. All right, Allie. Welcome aboard, sir. Whatever happened just now, I lost your, I heard you when I first came on, and then it stopped the minute I came in. This is very odd. Oh, really? You can't hear me at all? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, let me make sure that we're still heard on online. Yeah, see, it's on the internet. Um, am I not on? Not yet. It's coming up. So here you are. I, I can't. I can. Oh, there I am. I see it there. Am I not on? Yeah, so everybody can. My hear microphone it. seems to be working. Yeah. And let me just Every see my speakers now. Yeah, everybody can hear us. So here's what we do is I call you. And uh, right, I can do the headset thing like Allie we used to do. Yeah, I'll just call you. Hey Siri. Call Ali Albarigo, mobile. Should I just call you, Dwayne? On I'm calling you. Okay. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna set up. Hold on. Yep, and then just turn your um mic off. Well, don't turn your mic off, but right but, the, my uh, volume. Your volume. Yep. Yeah. Well, then, how's that? Better? Yeah. And I can read, I can, I can read your lips now because I can hear you. <laughs> okay. That'll, that'll work. This is weird. We have not had a technical difficulty in quite some time. So, well, they happen and we just, <laughs> we made it happen. So, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so I was telling everybody we've got an interesting topic today. Um, and I don't know if you want to uh, uh, kind of set it up. Yeah. I, I mean, um, well, I think it's kind of interesting. Like I've, I've never, believe it or not, I've never been to a live football game in my entire life. Not really? a huge, yeah, never, um, never watch high school football, college ball. I've seen it on TV, obviously, you know, back in the day, I used to watch it all the time. Um, but uh, so this past weekend, I had the opportunity to go uh, visit my niece, my wife's niece in uh, Cortland. University Upstate New York College, and um, she's a dancer. So at halftime, she's performing, right? So I'm there to see the game, and um, blown away by like for me, of course, you know, I, I know this is a little weird, but 
everything I'm looking at going like, wow, they're making this much money. It's $6 a ticket. There's 10,000 people there. They're selling programs. They're selling food. Um, everyone who shows up is in the Portland Dragons t-shirts and shirts and sweatshirts and hoodies and hats and jackets and masks even. I mean, the energy was just like through the roof. Like I could, and it was so exciting. Even I know football and I've watched it and I, and I you know, I've seen it. Um, but uh, being there, the energy was just unbelievable. I'm similar to probably what you experienced with your son on the volleyball teams and going to those big arenas where there's like 25 teams playing and people going and following their kids throughout the country, right? Like it's just insane, the energy. Yeah, I, but I would say what you experienced was more intense than, you know, travel volleyball because there's, you know, what, uh, 15 to 20 kids on a team or whatever. And, and then right. you have just that small group of parents compared to, you know, X number of fans that are rooting for their college team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was amazing. Like to me, like seeing that energy and, you know, the, you know, a completed pass and a touchdown and everyone's off the, you know, and the personal announcer and everyone's famous. Those college footballers are like famous. Like I, they're like, you know, celebrities in their college It's pretty amazing. So I, of course, I'm thinking to myself, like, why don't we have that kind of, energy and synergy in our martial arts schools. I mean, we're changing lives. We're helping people become the best versions of themselves. I mean, we're not the only factor in their lives, but we're certainly one of the contributing factors. So I wonder why, and I'd love to get your opinion on this because you have a child who's played football, you know, game, you know, uh, on a team. Like, why do you think like that, that buy-in is so different compared to what we do? Um, well, I will say college, watching college football and the fans is much different than watching NFL football yeah. and the fans. The, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, the energy uh, with, with, with college compared to the NFL, there's no, there's no comparison. There's more energy at a college game uh, than there is at an NFL game. I mean, provided, of course, it's not the playoffs and the Super Bowl, that type of thing. But right. It, just a regular college game, just an every Saturday game it has way more energy. Um, you see, and I, and I sat next to uh, the, the niece's dad, my uh, brother-in-law. Um, I'm getting used to all the terminology, by the way, just so, yeah, so uh, I don't sound uh, terrible. But anyway, he's got season tickets to either the Jets or the Giants. And he says it's even when he goes, they, they literally make a – it's a lifestyle to them. He said – we tailgate, we get there at 11, the game doesn't start till three, we have a four course meal, barbecue, lobster, chicken wings. Like he says, like this is literally a, a subculture of the uh, our world, like our, our and things that I've seen and I've always said, like, I don't get it. I don't even get how people tailgate at a rock concert. Like, I'm like, I just wanna get in, watch the show, go home and be done. Like, but the culture that's, it's just quite amazing. So I, I, I thought again, I'm like, geez, like what, what is it that we're not doing that doesn't build that energy, you know, and, and how we could get that better. And it's just a food for thought. If anyone's listening, they're more than welcome to chime in and write down, you know, uh, some of their comments, but I, I just wanted to get your opinion. So like, so what, what are you, some of your thoughts on just being a dad who's involved with that? Well, um, I, I think, you know, this, the school spirit has something to do with it, the school song, 
the mascot, who and what you stand for. It's kind of like, you know, our branding for, you know, our schools. I remember right. uh, Grandmaster Hafner always talking about having um, uh, a mascot, having some right. sort of mascot for your school. Um, and he's got, I forget, <coughs> like Larry the Lion or, right. or something like that is their mascot. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I ever thought that that was important. Right. Um, for the culture of the school. But, you know, bringing this conversation back up, you know, where you're talking about this really got me thinking, man, I think I missed the boat for the last 20 some odd years, not having some sort of mascot that that represents, um, you know, what what our school is all about. Right. You know, um, you know, for you guys, obviously, ninja ninjutsu, um, you know, being that type of art. But you have mascots, kind of, right? I mean, you have well, your characters. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, even for my kids' class, we have the eagle, bear, and the wolf. And for the that's little warrior, then mighty warrior, we have the owl, fox, and cheetah. But we also have a very cool symbol, which is our nin symbol that people could wear. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, that is interesting. But my my question would be then, how do we get people as excited about, like my my daughter it was was in dance i never really wore her dance shirt you know because i it wasn't my thing but they're dance moms that were literally like when um i remember watching my daughter go to a uh, or actually back to my niece even when she was in a competition they literally had the entire cafeteria set up where all the moms would bring sewing machines in and they were tailoring and fixing and taking care of and you know bringing the you know the clothes up to speed before the recital like it was like for them it was a lifestyle they travel with a van i mean and the money forget about the money that was being made they would videotape the event they video you could take pictures at the event i mean these companies were so involved in these dance competitions it was a million dollar industry right but i just wonder like for us and i keep saying i wonder i mean i have some ideas and thoughts but at the same time i would love for people to be that proud to be wearing our shirt to be that involved in our school to go to tournaments and be that excited about it and i, I talked to my buddies with the tournament circuit today going like how do we bring back that energy um of course it's only our second tournament since covid but how do we get that energy where people are so motivated so like excited and so on well, I, yeah, I think that there's um, there's a piece that's missing compared to, you know, when we were younger and we did it and, um, you know, we went to everything. But but that goes back to the culture that was created by our instructors is you it was almost like uh, I don't want to say shunned, but you're shunned if you don't participate and you're not in the yeah. in group if you don't participate well so i think that you know we we need to have events you need to have competitions you need to have opportunities for people to to get involved um but i do think that there needs to be an overarch brand mission uh even right uh maybe even a uh a mascot that en that encompasses all of those things yeah. I was going to ask you while you were saying that you, you know, the old school buy-in where people would go, like, did you do that? You'd compete in all the events and so on. But let me ask you this. And I, the minute you said that, I said, me too, I, I was there and I bought in, but then I remember like it was just maybe 20 of us or 15 of us that were on the national team that did everything. 
I mean, I was fortunate because I got to be with my teacher and like, you know, spend time privately with him and travel with him and, you know, get all this extra lessons. But he had hundreds and hundreds of students. There weren't hundreds and hundreds of students at those events. And I'm sure the same for you as well. We happen to be on the, in the inner circle in that like bubble. Um, but, uh, you know, I wonder like what we could do to really get a majority or, or like, even if we had a hundred students getting 30 to 40 of them to compete and be a part of that. And it really all depends on, I guess, how we build it up and how we reach out to those individuals. Like, how do we connect with those people? Yeah. And I, I think it goes back to what I talked about before, uh, just the events that they get to be a part of that reinforces um, the things that are happening inside of right of your, of your location. So, I mean, I don't do them anymore, but I used to do... Um, Christmas parties and then we would have different awards at the Christmas party, you know, so yeah, most improved student of the year and just the whole list of, you know, different medals and, and trophies and ribbons and right, you know, and boy, was that fun? Yeah. But was that a headache? Oh my gosh. It was arduous. I know. It's like you say yeah. to yourself, is it worth the energy and the time that you put in? I mean, for the people that just show up and they get the award, that's great. Um, but it's a lot of work, right? I used to do those as well. It it is, it is. You know, we used to do like uh, the Halloween slash harvest parties or whatever you want to call them. Um, right. I, I don't. I mean, I don't even do that stuff anymore. There. Yeah. I, I've I've gotten pretty lazy um, with those things. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? I totally do. And and I was just talking to one of my clients who does a holiday party and he does awards and he said he does like the the one-year award, the two-year award, the three-year award. And I said, hey, listen, do you just, he goes, yeah, I just find out who's going. And then I look up what they, how long they've been there. And then I prepare an award. I said, how about if you did it ahead of time and said, um, Dwayne's up for your 10-year award. We're going to be giving you an award at the holiday party on a nice formal invitation letter. Um, you have to attend in order to get your award. If you did that with all your people, I said, don't you think you'd like double the amount of people that would go? Because now they're like, wow, I'm going to get this. They know ahead of time. They know they're going to get it. But eh, now you're like, wow, we're going to celebrate you at the party, you know? And mm -hmm. then that way now they're going to, I definitely want to go. I mean, you know, I, we got to go to Johnny's, you know, the holiday party because he's getting his two year award. So I think that that stuff is, yeah, you're right, though. It's about how we present things and the energy we put into them. And, and I think that that's important for us to build. And again, it all depends on what hype you want to build around your school. Some people are very happy with having a school that teaches martial arts and that's it. Like it's not, you know, it's not like that whole energy that I saw at this college football game it was insane. Like even I sent you a video, there's a, they do hype up videos and they're exciting. Like you want to, do you want to play a little bit of that? You don't have to yeah. play the whole thing. It's like yeah. three minutes long, but I'm like, holy macro, like these colleges make these things and this is what gets people excited. So maybe you could play that. Yeah. And you'll want to uh, probably mute your phone and then, uh, okay. so that, that, you know, people don't hear it twice, if that makes you sense. You got it. Absolutely. Okay.
like you know the the mascots like right and you know they're they're all these like unique characters and they're being celebrated for their expertise just i, I don't know if we we take our schools and set them up with the venue like that like when we did our shia you've done one at your school at interschool tournament um those are the times where you kind of celebrate those people right and i don't know if um we're getting that interest because you know parents are dropping their kids off sitting in the lobby maybe sometimes going out and shopping doing what they got to do for that hour and their kids participate and come home. But when it comes to baseball, they drop, maybe they do the same thing with practices, but on that Saturday, they're going to the game and they got, they're loading up the cooler and they're, you know, getting ready and they're, they're cheering. And we might not have enough of that going on. And I think that that's what school owners are missing. And it even could be during a test. It could be during, um, you know, during a special event or you could have ceremonies or what I used to do, what was called parent shows once or twice or three times a year where I'd set up chairs and I invite all the parents just to watch and invite guests. I'd make flyers and invite people from outside the school to come and see our school perform and we do demos and classes would run like normal classes. And it was a very energetic, interesting time. And I haven't done that in so long. We used to do our graduations, uh, so the whole studio yeah. graduates every um, every quarter, so every right. three months. And I would rent out um, like a ballroom and mm -hmm. have different rings set up, and everybody would do their test at different times. Uh, and then uh, before we would do the ceremony, at the end we would uh, do have our demo team do a demonstration. Right. And then I even had hired a photographer. And so they would be taking pictures during the event. Uh, and then we would do the belt ceremony and then everybody had the opportunity to go. And if they wanted a professional picture of them and their kid right. with the new belt, or if they wanted an instructor over there, I mean, we would stand there and take pictures with them and then they could, yeah. you know, buy the pictures and, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was an all day affair. I mean, we were there at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, setting everything up and test started at eight. We were out of there by, you know, probably five, six o'clock at night because it was right. just an all day thing. Yeah. And you, and you had them. to stay. You had to stay yeah. in order to get your belt. It's not like right. you could do your test and leave. I mean, right. you could do your test and then walk away and stuff like that because we kind of timed it where the graduation ceremony was going to start at. Right. You know, right. Yeah, I remember those days, too, with things like that. Not necessarily like that, but I mean, uh, what you just mentioned, but I mean, the energy with that is like endless, right? You know, you get 
it's a big to do. It's, it's a big ceremony. It's a big event. It's something that people really love. And, um, you know, they, they remember. So I think that we need more of that. I think that that's something that we should, um, think about in our school. Like, how do we build that, that energy? You know, how do we get the same synergy, like a professional college or NFL team would be in, how do we build that tribal mentality where people are like, you know, wow, this is just something that I'm a part of, you know, and you want <coughs> people wearing your shirts and talking about who you are and where they train and to be as excited as about being a ninjutsu student or your, you know, tri-star martial arts student as they would as being in on high school football or high school basketball or whatever the case may be. How do we show that pride? Because even in things like, band i mean they have the recital right you know uh dance they have the big recital and you know you're doing two or three dances you're getting two or three outfits they have a whole professional presentation and um you know we're kind of lacking in that department where you know i've done things like that but i haven't done them in years like it was so arduous like you were saying that i said do people really care ah, i'm tired i don't want to do it anymore i'm just going to do what i do so I, I would just like to see people running around as excited as uh, what we do and proud of their kids than, than just, you know, I, my kid goes to karate. Yeah, but unfortunately, I'd, I'd like to show up to the event and be a part of it and not have to do any work. <laughs> right. Well, wouldn't that be your staff, right? That would be about staffing, right? You know, setting it all up and having a good team. Yeah, my problem is I, I, I want my hand in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. We always do. We want to control and, and run and make sure of, you know, so that it doesn't go wrong. But then you're never going to get those golden handcuffs off unless you have people run it for you. Well, um, I just got reminded today I was looking at our, you know, Spark dashboard and somebody had done a survey because, you know, how it's set it up. It, right. Spark is set up where you can have a survey. Yeah. How was your class? That type yeah. of thing. Every nine classes or whatever you want to put it at. Yeah. And uh, somebody had gave us five stars and and then left a comment and so i clicked mm -hmm. on the comment and um they said something about you know mr kent you know did such a great or does such a great job with their kid blah 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 blah, blah. right so it just reinforced to me like i don't have to be the one on the floor right you know i you know in my head i think i teach better than everybody else out there yeah uh, on my floor but that's not the case because i might not be able to connect with that person where, yeah. where mr kent can connect right. with that person um yeah and, and, and you, you know, know we're, we're older mr kent's younger right like you know even my guys so like they're going to be certain people that identify with the younger people maybe look up to the older mentored people the seniors the head instructors but um you know the younger people like their connection i remember when i trained with my teacher too there was a few instructors that taught and i connected with one of them that i re i liked them all but this is the guy that I really loved and wanted to be with under my teacher. So, yeah, that's interesting. By the way, I'll give you a great idea for that. I normally go into those comment sections and I copy and paste the comments and I drop them into Facebook in one long message. I put a line in between each one of those testimonials and I go, look what positive stuff people had to say about our school. And then I drop that positive comment in Facebook. So just, just so you have a good idea to kind of say, hey, look, look what, what they're saying about our classes, because no one else sees those other than us. So right. I use them. I use them for social media because people want to be heard anyway. Yep. Um, 
so here's my thought. Like we have a tournament team and we do competitions. So um, I, I look at it like my good friend, he does tournaments and he brings like 30, 35 of his students to a tournament. On the following Monday, the tournament's on Sunday. On the following Monday, he does he closes his school down and does a big party. They all bring their trophies. Um, he buys pizza. They take photos. They take a big group picture. And he talks about their wins. He does a mo motivational speech to the kids who didn't do as well as they wanted to. And he kind of wraps the, the competition up on that final day. And everyone is happy. It's like a big synergy. It's like a team kind of effort. I also was talking about that this morning and I said, um, what if we got together before the competition, before the test, maybe whatever it is that we're doing and explain to the parents, like, especially for tournaments, um, maybe uh, parents wear the school t-shirt when you have a question, come to me, you know, make sure that we're partnered up with certain people. So be there at this time. So it takes all the guesswork out and all the questions out and all the problems and things that might frustrate them, upset them, get them angry because they don't know any better. Right. And we're kind of like nipping it in the bud. We're kind of telling people ahead of time. Right. You know, and getting them prepared and also, hey, make a banner, you know, that kind of thing. You know, go Liam, you know, whatever the case may be. Don't be afraid to be excited. This is his competition. And, and <clears throat> whether they win or lose. It doesn't matter because that energy is there, right? Like teams go yeah. to see, you know, people go to see their team. If the team doesn't win, they're sad, but they're not mad at the team and mad at the refs, uh, although they could be. But um, you know what I mean? There's still that energy, right? There's still yeah. that high energy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been waiting for the Chicago bears to have a quarterback. So I've been waiting. I've been waiting so many years. I, I, I always blame the quarterback. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> In Chicago. Yeah, of course. Well, isn't that interesting though? So like you're, you're a football fan as well. And it's like, that's, that's a, like a subculture, right? Like it's something that you do on your days off to relax maybe, or watch games with your, you know, and, and if you had a kid that was playing, maybe you could watch, like I always said, we never have um, the buy-in that a parent has. Let's say like the kids are basically, he loves baseball. Right. And the parents are like, Oh, we love the Mets or the Yankees. Let's go to a game. Let, let's buy the hat, the jersey, the shirt. Let's, uh, you know, let's uh, get the yearbooks. Let's buy the baseball cards. Like, you know, let's go out and have a catch in the yard. There's a lot that they could do that they don't think about that and then think about martial arts and just erase literally everything I just said. Poof, it's gone because parents are afraid to help their kids because they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to coach. They, they don't watch the game because that we don't have it you know even when i recommend a movie they're like oh yeah that sounds cool maybe we'll get like they don't do any of that stuff so right. how do we get that to be part of their culture because we know the more ingrained the martial arts is into the child and the family the more likely they are to stay right so building that synergy is something that's will basically be a retention tool as well yeah i don't think watching cobra kai is the the show but you know no no, yeah, man. It, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't like it. Uh, nostalgic. I, I, you know, that would be the only thing. Um, just use some of the language and and stuff right. gets to be too much. You know, right. I mean, I. It's not like I haven't heard a bad word before, but right. when it gets to be a little bit too much, and and some of the words, I'm like, I, it's not even necessary. I, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. People use that language all the time, but. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so. Well, I was I was watching a show with um, 
with my wife the other day and it's on TBS, which is a regular channel that anyone can get. And there's like a full blown out sexual scene, um, but they're clothed, right? But they're doing their thing. The next scene, they're showing a picture of a naked woman and they have it blurred out. I'm like, just because she's naked, they blur it out. But the whole entire scene was like clothed, but they were still doing the thing. Like, yeah. and, and yet they could get away with that. And I'm like, but this is, you know, regular TV at like eight o'clock at night where any teenage girl or guy or kid or whatever could watch. And I'm like blown away by what they allow. So yeah, you're right. I did love Cobra Kai though, because I, I kind of identify with the bad guy, you know, the, the sure. um, Johnny, because he's a hardcore, you know, like I love the one scene where the kids are all nervous and flinching. He said, that's it. He cracks open a beer. He goes, we're going to deflinch you guys for an hour. He says for the next hour, just punch each other in the face so that they stop being afraid of getting hit. Right. You know? And I was like, Oh, my teacher would have done that. And we would have done that in class. So there's parts of it that I love, but you're right though. Like what, so what else could we, you know, could we do like a, a movie assignment for parents or have a list of our favorite, I'm going to write this down as I talk, like a list of our favorite movies, um, of favorite movies to watch. Like, of course, you know, you could always watch Enter the Dragon, although there's some nudity in that or. Well, yeah, even yeah. that. Yeah, or maybe like the Three Ninjas or Three Ninjas High Noon Mountain or Three Ninjas Kickback, there's like four of them. There was a great movie that Ernie Reyes did. It's on VHS tape only. They never made it into a DVD called The um, Secret of the Horse Stance. And it was about Ernie and he went to a, um, uh, a new school with his family. And of course they were picking on him and bullying him because he was Korean or, or Asian. And, and they, you know, there was a whole bullying aspect of it. And then at the end of the video, they had like a worksheet that you could, and you could ask your students you know, like why, so if you watched it in class, like why was Ernie bullied or why was he picked on? What was it, you know? Um, oh, wow, I never heard of that. It, it was really cool called The Secret of the Horse Dance. I should reach out. To, I'm going to reach out to him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Maybe we can get him as a guest on our podcast. Um, but uh, so again, back to sports, energy, synergy, like some ideas. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those, right? that's all good. Yeah. Um, you know, even the older... Well, maybe the only the first two, but the older Karate Kid, right? You know? um, and then the one with was it Jaden Smith or whatever? Oh yeah, that was a good one with Jackie Chan. Yeah, I mean, I that like one that. Was, that one was good. Yeah, um, I, this would be really, really dated, but I, I, we grew up on this, right? Any of the Samurai Sunday stuff? Yeah, yeah, gosh, yeah. Was like you of know, of course, Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, though, if kids these days would have any interest, like, in, in those movies. Like, I think it would have to be, because nowadays, even I look back on movies that I remember in my head that were, like, the, the ninja movies, like American Ninja, you know, all Ninja Domination. And I watched one not too long ago, and the fight scenes and the choreography and the cuts and the edits were, like, they were, like, they would miss a strike. You know, you could clearly see it, and they probably were, like, that's a go. Good. That's a take. Let's go on. Move on. You know, like the next move. Um, they didn't really care about a lot of the stuff as much as Hollywood nowadays. But nowadays, Hollywood is nothing more than everyone knows martial arts. They're fighting, kicking, punching, flying through the air. So martial arts is no longer martial arts. It's just mainstream Hollywood. So people aren't flocking to schools after seeing John Wick. Right. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But but um, so I'm thinking like I have a big, huge movie screen in my dojo. So you just hit the button. The screen comes down and we can play movies. And I set that up not too long ago. Well, about a year and a half ago. And um, 
it, the main reason was I wanted to do like Friday night movie and then play like an old movie, like, you know, Enter the Dragon or Jim Cotta or Kill or Be Killed, like all those old Chuck Norris, you know, like Force of One and, you know, things like that, that I grew up on to try to maybe re-inspire people um, to love the martial arts like we did, you know, and I think all of this, what we're talking about has a lot to do with building that, that inner, that energy and that synergy. And by the way, you and I might be going, I don't want to spend a Friday night till 11 there, but we could probably have students that would love to do it um, and be a part of it. And um, we might even want to come in and make an appearance and say hello and, you know, bring the pizza and then, you know, stay for a little while and then hit the road. But I think that that's what's missing in schools today is that that real camaraderie, that family vibe. And, you know, we go in, we do our class, we leave. We do the test. Sometimes we leave like, well, where is that, that whole entire, like, I'm a part of this. I'm, this is my brotherhood, right? You know, that kind right. of thing. Yeah. But can kids even sit down that long to watch a movie? I don't know. That's another question these days, right? I mean, it's not going fast enough. It's not flashy enough. It's, you, you yeah. know, where I'm going with that, right? Yeah. Well, so. this, this could be for maybe, you know, teenagers and above too. Like, you know, where do adults get to go anymore? You know, where do teens get to go and spend time with their friends? Other than being on a video game and playing whatever they play, they're, they don't really have that outlet, like just to hang out. And, and I'm sure. not even saying, I'm not even saying charge for it. Maybe charge $10 to chip in for the pizza. Like everyone gets pizza. Other than that, it's free. Yep. You know, and then we're going to be watching Enter the Dragon or we're going to watch and we're going to learn a few moves, maybe train for five, 10 minutes on the move that we saw. Um, or whatever, but it would just be kind of fun to have that kind of stuff going on. I used to do um, every year I would do a luau party outside at my school. Now that we have our location, it was at that time, it was our second location. Now it's our headquarters, but we would have a huge barbecue. Everyone would bring a little bit of food, burgers, and we would grill and we'd do a demo. We'd have karaoke. We'd hang out. Everyone would wear grass skirts and funny things and weird hats and um, but it was always building that family vibe, connecting the people together to actually like, hey, I never even, you know, uh, got a chance to speak to you. I've been training with you for, you know, eight months or a year and we've never really had a conversation because I'm always well, rushing in and out. That's why I used to like the um, uh, quarterly graduations that were huge that we right. would do because they're. I, I wanted my students to realize that they were a part of something bigger. Yes. Yes. You know, they, they come into their 20, 25 person class and that's right. all they see. And then when right. they move up, they move up to the next 25 to 20 mm -hmm. people class and yada, yada, yes. yada. But when you see, you know, 300 people in a room, you know, uh, 350 yeah. people in a room because you count the parents and the siblings that are that, yeah. that makes it massive. Right. You know? Right. It's incredible. Like I remember being at this, this football game and they were like, uh, it's, uh, whatever down and whatever. And then they say, and it's our, and everyone said dragons first down. They, everyone yelled, like it's part of the subculture, right? Like, I, you know, I, I learned it after three times and I'm yelling it too, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, it, it's fun, you know, just to be a part of that. So yeah, we ask ourselves like, what could we do? To bring well, do that have, back. Do you have any sayings that when you say something, your school repeats it or? Um, well, mostly for the little kids and the, you, you know, the little and the mighty warriors, like, you know, our 
student creeds, eyes of an eagle, ears of a wolf, the heart of a bear. That's for our eagle, bear, and wolf. And, I, and then we have owl, fox, and cheetah to have the wisdom of an owl, to be as cunning as a fox, and the speed and agility of a cheetah. But nothing like, you know, uh, that's more school-based. We do say where it's not just kicking and punching, it's the martial arts and beyond, but I don't see people yelling that one out, you know, like that kind right. of thing. So come, coming up with something would be good. Well, we do, uh, <clears throat> at the end of our class, we'll yell out um, uh, Tung Su, you know, because right. part of our, our curriculum is, is Tung Su Do, and everybody else yells TriStar. Oh, cool. So they repeat that. So we have, you know, I don't know if that's. that's yeah, that's cool, too. Though, like, rah, 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 but. Well, hey, listen, it's part of something that brings people together. Like, you know, when people put their hands in the circle and they're yelling. I, I was I loved you at the football game. I know I sound like a like a newbie football like fan, but I'm not. It's not that I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what went on. I don't know if I'll ever watch a football game, um, but uh, I would go to but, one if I had wait, another wait, opportunity. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, let me ask you this. All right. So uh, one, did you did you bet on the game? And two, no. OK, I was going to ask you if you know what the spread was. No, I definitely didn't. And um, and I've never bet on stuff like that, not even when they do poll, poll pools. Um, but uh, you know what I thought was cool, too, like before they come out they introduce the players like, you know, you would see on TV and they're all standing there with their arms linked and they're all like going back and forth as this really cool rap song is playing. And um, like that wrap up that we, or that mashup thing that we just played before on the beginning of the video where they they do these videos just to get, it's called a hype video, right? Oh yeah. So like, why aren't we doing more of those kind of things too? Like, so we have this, this core group of people um, within our school. And not only do we have that, let's say we have 150 to 200 students, that's 200 people that could be participating in this energy. And then their families besides, you know, so like we're going to go to a tournament and, you know, we have 20 competitors and all their parents, you know, now you're looking at, you know, two, maybe two people from each child. So you're looking at, you know, 60 people coming to that event with our shirt, you know, excited and energized and so on. Although, um, with our tournaments, a little harder because they're all coming at different times because mm -hmm. we make our tournaments go by the times. Um, but it would be kind of cool. Like our demo team, would, you know, when they would perform, there'd be like 20 of them on the team. They would do their performance. The parents were in the bleachers, wearing the shirts, screaming, you know, cheering them on. They do a good move. It was a very cool energy that we had, you know. And then, you know, of course, when they didn't win or something didn't go right, guess who had to hear it for the next 20 minutes it was me <laughs> um never the guy who ran the team but me you know i'm the guy i'm the bad the guy you want to come to complain to like complain to him he, he's running the team but you know what i mean but i i thought that that was pretty cool so back to our topic i you know i um i'm just thinking like everyone out there who's listening to this you should think of a few ways of how they could look at professional sports football baseball hockey you know um soccer no. which, which is crazy too another sport that's insane they said that 4.6 million people between the ages of four and 12 years old participate in soccer um in the united states alone it's the so, largest practice sport in the history of our world right now so let's dissect maybe some of the things that are similar yeah uh, in each of these that we might be be able to uh, adopt so one you know, we, we already kind of talked about it, but, you know, there needs to be probably needs to be some sort of mascot 
that mm -hmm. encompasses the uh, vibe of your school, your or your, or, si or symbol, symbol, or whether symbol. it be logo or symbol, right? A flag or a, a, a Japanese kanji, whatever. Yeah. Um, every every uh, every single sport like that has a like your school. The school has a school song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a fight yeah. song. Yeah. So maybe we should have some sort of fight song or yeah, saying, like you know, fight saying, maybe not a song, but a fight saying, um, you know, motivational saying, whatever, you know, yeah, that type of thing. Um, definitely probably need to have some sort of song or something that represents us. Right. You know what I'm. You know what I mean. Like the hype right. song. Right. They're probably playing the yeah. same hype song, at least for the same you know season. Yeah, I actually was watching many of those videos to find a short one, and like sixty percent of the videos I went to uh, from all different colleges was using an Eminem song where he was cursing like crazy. So I didn't pick that one. But um, but you're right though. Finding a song that kind of represents like when we do black belt testing at our school, every single test we play the soundtrack of the Last Samurai on a loop. So like when you hear that, even in our dojo, when we start playing it, if you've been there, you're a black belt, you've tested, you feel that energy from what your test was like. So it kind of is in your, your anchoring well, in see, your brain. Yeah. Yeah. And I think <laughs> those anchors are, are, are important. Um, apparel. Right. Has to be apparel. It's got to be fresh every right. year too. It can't be the same, same thing every single year. Like I can't do this with my logo on it every single year and, right. and think that that's going to be okay. I mean, it's got to be, you know, um, although I have brought some vintage stuff back. So stuff that I would, that I did back in 2003, 2004, even 2005, nobody has seen those except for Mr. Bean. You right. Know? <laughs> right. So I have brought some of that vintage, I'm calling it vintage, yeah. uh, you know, apparel back. So I think apparel um, is, uh, is important. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess all of those teams have cheerleaders. Yeah. If you're looking at the football, you know, the, the college football team have cheerleaders. Right. So I don't know how we incorporate that, um, but maybe some sort of cheering section, you know. Well, I thought that was interesting too. So now, now not only do they have a football team, right, but, and I don't know how many players are on the actual team. And then there's sub players that are waiting in the wings so there was like 60 people wearing the football uniform. And I'm going like, wow, that's a lot of people that are on the team. Um, then they had the dance team that came in for the halftime. Then they had 30 cheerleaders. So think about all the amount. There's hundreds of people that are involved in this football team, right, and the energy. And I'm sure the cheerleaders are just for the football team, but they might be able to go to basketball or whatever else. But um, I thought that was amazing that they had all that, that amount of groups wrapped around that energy. Yeah, well, and basketball is a different season. So by the time right. basketball is starting, the football is over. So, yeah, the, right. the cheerleaders are doing both in most cases. Oh, occasions. okay. Cool. You know? Very cool. And then, you know, you, uh, you, the, that, another section that gets involved of the student body is band. Right. Because the, the, the bands are playing. That's yep, something that's that true. you don't get at NFL games. Right, right. You know? So you've got the band kids, you've got the you got the jocks, you got the band kids, you got uh, uh, the rock and roll non uh, 
uh, athletes, you know, in the stands watching the game and, you know, right. having a few drinks and not that yeah. all rock and rollers drink, but you kind of right. see where I'm going with. Just yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. And the connection that, that web of how it all wraps around, you know, and, and then you can see why the quarterbacks or the, the football players are, you know, the girls love them and, and, you know, the teams love them and the people are like, they're walking through campus. They're like rock stars. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's, that's interesting too. So like, I always said that too, with my demo team, I wanted to always build my demo team into the rock stars of my, of my school. Unfortunately though, with the demo team, the problem that I found is that whole dance mom kind of mentality where these demo team parents started to think that they ran the roost, you know, and they were like, they expected mm. privileges. They, they wanted discounts. They, you know, they, they had a lot of complaints and issues. So at a point where they started to get comfortable, right. They started to get complacent um, and it created a bad energy in our school too. So I'm kind of, ho- I'm happy that that's kind of dissipated a little. Um, but yeah, so you have to be careful of that too. But yeah, I mean, my goal with this call was like, man, I'm going to try my best to continually excite people and get them hyped up. I have a new tournament coming up on December 5th. So I want to get people enrolled in that tournament and then, uh, and then do a pre-meeting to educate the parents and then do a post-meeting afterwards with a party. To, so they know if they compete that following Monday, we're going to have a big party for them. Yeah, I think that'll be nice. Yeah, so that should be pretty awesome. So yeah, I mean, again, I, I know I'm, I get excited about things and that's why we're talking about it. But I was like looking at it going like, wow, if we could just take a tenth of the energy that oh, these gosh. professional teams have and inject that into our schools, even little aspects of our school, whether it be like you did those big, huge graduation ceremonies, that's just another way to celebrate, you know, at the whole school coming together. And um, those are things that we need to do more of to build that family. Yeah. And that, that, that just goes back to events, you know, right. and making everything like, you know, you, you're, what is your product called? The red carpet premiere. Everything needs right. to be, everything, everything needs to be like a red carpet premiere. Yeah. Always. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I like about that thing that I put together, that, that product is that, you know, when I looked at a movie being released, right. You know, they're, they are before the movies even made, they've already picked their actors. They're already talking about who's going to be in the film. Then while they're filming the film, they're releasing little clips of the film. Like I know I've watched like 25 different clips of the new Batman with the guy, forget his name, who used to be in Twilight. He was, uh, um, you know, the head vampire on the TV movie Twilight, right? He's now the new Batman. Mm-hmm. So I've watched all these behind the scenes shots of Batman and now, then they're going to release it. And then they're going to, each actor is going to go on a little mini tour of late night TV to get as much hype and promotion around it. And right now in theaters, they're actually showing clips of the Batman movie coming out. So like they're promoting it now. And then once it comes out, they do the big red carpet and the release and the show and the TV and all that stuff. So like, look how much goes into the machine to build up the hype, to get it so that it releases when it releases, there's people flocking to the theater, spending millions and millions of dollars on the movie. Why don't we do that with our Nerf Wars night or, you know, to some extent with our, you know, testing or or our next tournament or whatever the case may be right that kind of thing yeah well budget yeah <laughs> yeah well right but but a lot of it we could, a lot of it we could do for free you know like you know oh you know, sure you know what i mean 
but uh, I agree. Like they, they have a way bigger budget than us, but at the same time, like think about like, think about doing all those things that I just mentioned for the red carpet premiere and doing that for like a Nerf Wars or a parents night out or whatever the case may be, how much better your turnout would be when you build it that way. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. It, I think this is food for thought just to kind of allow us to think about how can I, you know, how can I get more of a buy-in? How can we become more uh, of a, of a, a school that supports um, everyone in the school and not just right. ourselves, you know, right. yes, I'm here for myself, but I'm also a part of something that's bigger. Yeah. Agreed. You know, and then maybe even having, you know, different, um, and we talked about events, but different missions that the school is um a part of you know what i'm saying so meaning yeah. i know like i go back to uh grandmaster hafner but i know every thanksgiving he does what he calls a turkey parade or, parade uh -huh. or i don't know whatever it's called yeah. but you know he's bringing in food for uh the food shelters and you know yep. We're doing that right now as well. That's like Brigade. we started it. Brigade. We started food drive for Thanksgiving and Christmas now. And um, we've already got some cans of food being brought in. Like it's just like I made a flyer and I said, listen, we're going to I used to bring it to a church by me for years, almost 25 years. Now that I'm at my East Side School, I'm going to find another worthy charity there. Um, and uh, I, I think it's just a great energy. And I said, listen, we don't care. One can of food is cost 59 cents, like or 69 cents. It doesn't even have to be a name brand, um, but it teaches the kids how to have that thought, uh, practice that compassion. Well, and then I think, you know, if you can, uh, this probably sounds horrible to say, but if you can tie that into the mission of the school, uh -huh. um you know what i mean so your yours is uh your mission is you know what is it teaching way more than kicking and punching right it's not just kicking and punching it's the martial arts and beyond okay right and mine is you know creating leaders from day one yeah i love that yeah you know and uh so t making sure that you tie all of those things in whatever event whatever um mission or whatever you want to call it all of those need to be tied into your um your tagline your your mission right. statement those type right. of things right absolutely i love it so so cool man i i think this is a great topic i i'd love to i would love to and i thought about this but it was you know we we jumped on this like within a few days this topic but i thought like wouldn't it be cool to ask a coach from a football team on how they get the hype, but I would almost guess that that coach doesn't know, like they're not, it's, it's a machine um, that is so much bigger than just the coach, right? Yeah. It's something that's been built up over years. Um, I think you know, the, 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 the coach is just a pawn. Right. In it. I mean, yeah. not that, not that they can't bring their team down by not being motivating and, and not right. being instructing them correctly right, to right. win, but other than they're just a pawn. Yeah. Well, they, even at this game, they had, um, they had like a, an announcement with alumni from the sixties and seventies that showed up at this game and they rattled off their names, you know, uh, Cortland dragon spirit, you know, like, um, it, it's been inbred in this kind of culture, this environment of college uh, for, you know, 50, 60 more or more years. So, like, See, that's something that we need to think about. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, you know, I, if I would have kept a 
more detailed record with regards to my black belts and where they're at now and their phone number or like all you know and then be able to bring you know a black belt or two back every year as an alumni and you know have them give a testimonial on their experience and just more and more of a buy-in yeah and and by the way that's a great idea alone if you have black belts are away at college or they're now they're married and have children and you're still in contact i would ask for them to do a testimonial um, and, and say like, I have one student, he never made it to black belt, but he's just started training with me through COVID. He lives in North Carolina and he trained me up until purple belt. He was a skinny, like 17 year old kid joined the military, did 18 years in the military as a drill sergeant in the Marines. And, um, he wrote me the greatest testimonial just recently about how it helped him get through boot camp and how it helped him get through the military and how it helped him in battle in Iraq. And, um, you know, that, so the martial arts is so much more than what people see on the surface. You know, that's something that those testimonials are amazing. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they would love probably doing it. And, and really even, uh, now with zoom, you could hop on a zoom and just record it. Yeah. Absolutely. Basically interview them. Yep. And then you could take those excerpts from the, from the interview and turn it into a testimonial as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much cool stuff, Dwayne. Like that we, I wish that we could have someone go back and go through every one of our podcasts and just take out all the golden nuggets. And we'd have like a good three, 400 page booklet right now for people to read, you know, on different things that people could learn from the podcast. I had a, a friend, he's buying a school, he's a student and he just bought, his instructor school. Um, he said to me, I got a lot of podcasts to catch up on, to get up to speed on your stuff. I said, well, listen to the last 10, um, the ones that we just recently did, then go back on topic. You could type in the topic and pull out like retention and you'll find a podcast or two or three or whatever on that topic. Right. Right. So, well, cool. All right. Dwayne, Thanks so much, man. I'll I'll have a great day. You too, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Sorry about the, um, the uh, technical difficulties. I don't think it's you. So yeah. All right. I'll talk to you soon, but see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of martial arts school owner talk podcast. This would not be possible if it weren't for the support of our amazing sponsors. Please check out eliteinsights.com for all your website needs. LeadHunterMedia.com, your online digital marketer and content provider. Academy Kings BJJ Growth Consulting and Management at GrowMyAcademy.com. SparkMembership.com, the best darn software for school owner manager on the planet. GetKarateStudents.com, a martial arts growth consulting company for all your school systems. We will see you next time.